2020, actually, that I started using the term coach because, like, my mind was conflicted between consulting and coach. Like, my business mind could not adapt to this concept of coaching. But it was in 2020 when I really, the Lord really started dealing with dealing with me about it um, because what I was doing was not only providing these consulting services, I was also bringing out in the people, the men and women that I was serving, I was bringing out things that were in them that was already there that they weren't able to bring out on their own. So I began to marry the consulting and the coaching. And most of my clients and people that I was working with, they were Christian. And it's like, you know, why aren't you stepping out on faith and believing God for the desires of your heart? Mm. Entrepreneurship doesn't mean you have to be a millionaire. It doesn't mean it has to be your goal. But if you have this desire, what is stopping you from pursuing it? So that became the conversation that I began having with a lot of people, um, just friends uh, in church, friends outside of church, people in ministry. It's like, you want to have a business, but why don't you do it? Like, what is stopping you? God gave you this desire for a reason because you are called to serve a particular group of people and they are waiting for you. So it kind of started in that vein. And then it's like, you know what? This is my tribe. These are my people. This is not only my business. This is also a part of my ministry. And from there, it just grew into Christian entrepreneurship. So I'm able to share my faith. And also my knowledge with my brothers and sisters, and it makes me feel it makes me feel really good being able to do that. I love it. That's phenomenal, sis. Really phenomenal. Um, next question. So I know you kind of really dabbled into this, you know, uh, question already. But when did you feel that it was time? Because I believe in divine, you know, timing. So when did you feel it was time for you to start your business? <sighs> So I had two, I think I have two of those moments. Okay. Really. Uh, when I was in my early twenties, I stepped out on faith to start a business. I always, since I was a little girl, it was like, I always wanted to work for myself. You know, I set up lemonade stands outside. I started a babysitting service in the apartment complex. Wow. Um, I did errand serving when I was in, you know, um, eighth grade, then in high school, I started selling dinners. Like I always had a mind for entrepreneurship. Mm. It was always something that I wanted to do. I was raised by a single mother and my mom worked really hard. She wanted to start her own business, but it, you know, life was always there trying to raise a child on her own. So when I got out of college, I was like, you know what? I'm working in corporate America, but I always wanted to work for myself. And the desire was there. So I tried it and I couldn't maintain it. I couldn't sustain myself, my lifestyle doing it. So it wasn't until about 2018 that I truly felt God calling me into entrepreneurship because then I began to understand that I'm not just coming into entrepreneurship just solely as a business. As I said earlier, I was really being called into that part of ministry as well. So in 2018, I began to set up a plan for myself to leave corporate America to be able to work for myself and on my on my own. But then, you know what happened in 2020? Mm. Uh, you know, my plan, you know, God said, you know what? I'm about to turn this upside down. And I was laid off from my job at the time, a job that I absolutely adored. And I probably would not have left if, if I had not been laid off. And so I knew at that moment, you know what, this is what I was planning for. And now it's here. And it's like, I felt God calling me. I felt him 
pulling me because everything changed. I wasn't an online person. I was not this whole social media thing was totally new to me to be on here and sharing and talking. And God just started opening doors for me. You know, individuals were reaching out to me on social media and um, asking for my services or asking me to come and speak to their, you know, their path, their platform. And I knew at that time that God was not only calling me, he was leading me mm-hmm. and I just let him lead me. And I followed and, you know, let my steps be guided. It's like, Lord, wherever you lead me in this, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. I want to be in your willingness. So it's like, I knew that I was being divinely called in 20. 18, but I know for sure I answered that call in 2020, regardless if I wanted to or not. It was like, yeah, you, you can't just sit here and not do anything. Get out here and do what I'm calling you to do. Wow, phenomenal. Now, what are some mistakes you wish you could have avoided in your business so far? Uh, I would say second-guessing myself, second-guess ourselves a lot. Uh, that would probably be the first thing to make a decision, take a risk, and do it. It's never going to be perfect. The time will um, never always seem right. It's always going to look like someone else is doing more and advancing further than you. So I would say when you, for myself, when I had that desire to do something, to do it, to take a risk, to take the chance to do it. That's definitely one thing that I would say. Um, and then waiting, sometimes we wait for the right moment, we wait too long, we wait for the finances to be right, we wait for this door to open, that would definitely be another um, thing that I would say that I wish, you know, I hadn't done so long, but still in all, it still shaped me for who I am. Wow, love it. Now, in your bio, you mentioned that, you know, one of your goals and missions for your clients is to help them grow their faith. And as we know from the biblical perspective, what the definition of faith is, you know, um, how important is maintaining your faith and enhancing your faith, not just in business, but in life, especially when you go through trials and tribulations? How critical is faith? Faith would be up there with the air that we breathe. Mm. Like it's, it's critical, it's major. And the reason why it's important for me to to express that, yeah, I want to help you build your faith because if you, whether you're in entrepreneurship or not, it's impossible to please God without it. And all you need is it to be the size of a grain of mustard seed. God only needs that, that mustard seed faith to move on your behalf, whether it's in your health, whether it's in your children's lives, whether it's in your financial life, whether it's for your parents, so for me, it is extremely critical because when you have faith, you can handle disappointment differently. Mm. When you have faith, you can deal with and accept rejection in a different way. Because my faith tells me that if I trust God and continue at his word, if this doesn't work out, then he has another plan for me. If this door is shut, it's because he has another one waiting to open for, open for me that's bigger and better than this. So for me to have faith and for me to work with individuals to somehow build up their faith, it builds up their confidence in themselves, it builds up their trust in God, and it lets them know that, you know, there's a greater one on the inside of you that can strengthen you and help you when you're weak and when moments around you cause you to feel like you can't do it. Yes, yes, absolutely, I agree with you. 
I agree with you 1000% faith is critical, you know, because a lot of times, you know, people, they expect things to happen right away. You know, they expect, uh, especially in this generation, and I can attest to this, you know, they want things so fast. They want the manifestations of their labor to happen fast. But sometimes it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not cut out that way. Sometimes it's not planned that way. Sometimes God uh, has to delay a certain process, you know, so for something greater or delay a certain blessing so that he can bless us with something greater, like you said. So we got to learn how to embrace faith and we got to learn how to, you know, have faith, you know, and faith more abundantly because that's what, that's what, that's what it takes to become successful and to receive all that God has for you. You know, like you said, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And without faith, how can you please God? You know, so we all got to do a better job of having faith in every situation, every situation. So I agree with you 1000%. Now, how did you step out on faith and, you know, take that leap of faith um, in, in life, you know, when you were going through, you know, your biggest uh, doubts and challenges in business and even in life, how did you still have the strength to maintain your faith? Because sometimes it's hard. Yeah, you know, lots of times it's hard. Oh, yes. Oh, most yes. Most of the times, let me say, most of the times it's hard. You, and I like to say, sometimes you just have to faith it until you make it. Mm. You know, like, I'm I'm having this faith, but on the inside of me, I'm going through all of these battles mentally. I'm going through all of these battles emotionally. But, I, you know, on the outside, I, you know, I have to continue to keep that stance, that posture before God, whether that's praying, you know, whether that's fasting, whether that's confiding in a sister or a brother that I know can help pray me through. Because when we're going through, it's very easy to say, just have faith, just mm -hmm. trust God. That's not always easy for everyone to do because we are human, right? We, we are in a human body. We deal with human emotions. But knowing, for me, what has helped me in those times when I was at my lowest, I have seen God move so many times through my prayers, not just for myself. Mm. Like I've seen God open doors and make ways for my mother. And I've seen God raise my uncle up from his deathbed. Uh. And I've seen God, you know, close the doors that man said that had to be open. And I've seen him, you know, open doors that man said that could never be open. So that's how I maintain my faith. I look back and I remember what God has done and did through me, for me, and for my family. And then my faith is renewed. Mm. You know, I may go through those moments where I'm feeling down and it's like, oh, it's never going to happen. I planted this seed. I did this and I don't see anything coming. You know, oh, woe is me. You know, we get to that point. But then I just my mind just begins to think back on the goodness of God and what he's done for me and those around me. And then my faith is just renewed. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't get it yet. It didn't happen yet. It might not happen. But I know that God is still able. He is still able. He'll dry my tears. He'll increase my finances. You know, he'll keep my daughter safe. He'll bring home. You know, that's how my faith is strengthened in, in, in my past when I went through seasons of rejection and mm -hmm. depression and, you know, just feeling down and out, God began to bring back, you know, the Holy Spirit will bring things back to your remembrance. And then it's like, oh, I feel my joy coming back. I feel oh, my yes. strength coming back. I feel my faith being where it needs to be. My God, you preaching already, sis. You get me, you get me hyped. Come on now. You preaching already. Listen, don't, don't make me jump out this chair now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Hold on. Let me get my, let me get my prayer call. 
My goodness. Wow. No, you you absolutely right. Reflecting on everything that God has done for us will act, absolutely and tremendously increase our faith. I can attest to it as well. You know, we all been through down seasons and seasons of, you know, weariness, seasons of sorrow, depression. You know, you, any season you can name, we all been through it. But because of the goodness of God and because of the things that he has done for us, that, that kept our faith strong and that kept us going. So I, I agree with you 1,000%. And anybody on here that might be in the same state, the same predicament, even as we speak and even as we converse, just you keep the faith. You know, it's easier said than done, but keep that faith. You got to stay prayed up, stay fasted up, stay in that word. You know, that's, that's, the, that's the key to the kingdom right there, the word of God. That's the bread, the fresh rhema. You know, you got to stay, stay tapped into the word. And, um, you know, just just keep seeking God's face. Don't give up. You know, seek God's face. Stay in his face. Stay in his presence. And listen, you know, this too shall pass. You know, it's not it's never going to last, you know, uh, forever. Trouble don't last always. You know, that's one thing my grandma used to tell me all the time. Trouble doesn't last always. So um, keep pressing. Keep pressing. Um, so now, are you a full time entrepreneur? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Congratulations. Now, when did you know? When it was time to become a full-time entrepreneur? In last year. Last 20, year. 2021. Mm. And I, like I said, I had times before. In my 20s, I tried. Um, in my 30s, I did it. But something always brought me back to the workforce. Wow. You know, whether it was, oh my gosh, this hustle is just getting to me. Or I just want a steady paycheck and I don't want to deal with the headache. You know, there was always something bringing me back. Oh, I need um, affordable health insurance. Like something always took me back. But... When I got through that pandemic and got through one of those, you know, lowest times, I knew right then and there that this is time. Mm. God is a keeper. Oh, yes. And if you, if I take one step, God will take two. So God is calling you into an area of entrepreneurship or ministry. You know, let God lead you and guide you. No, everyone is not meant to work full-time in entrepreneurship, but I do believe that God has given everyone a unique gift that only they can do that someone in the world is going to benefit from. So don't keep it to yourself, you know, give, give back. Cause what you have, what God has given you is really not for you. Mm. It's for others. Oh yes. You know, this platform isn't just for you. Like right. you said, you know, you started it because to give hope to others. Yes. And whether that means it's full-time or not, you're doing, you're walking in your purpose your ministry gift as well as your business. So, you know, Absolutely. I knew in twenty I knew in twenty twenty one is time. Phenomenal. It is time. And you know, if I don't ever do it, I'll never get to see how God is gonna bless me. Oh yeah. I don't actually do it. What's the worst that's gonna happen? I gotta go get a job. Mm. Like, that's the worst thing that could possibly happen. You know, my world won't crumble. I'm able to, you know, maintain sustain. So twenty twenty one was the year for me. Love it. I love it. Awesome. Now we all hear the term self-improving and personal development. How important is that to you? How much do you value self-improving? And not not only as a woman, as a uh, woman of faith, but as a Christian. You know, how critical is that for those that are watching and listening? Because people don't necessarily understand the true essence and the importance of self-improving and working on yourself. Yeah. Like working on yourself is should be a major part of your life you know we should never be so complacent stagnant or at peace at where we are because god is always calling us higher mm. we should be going from glory to glory faith to faith one level to the next level and if we don't work on ourselves 
then we can set ourselves up for self-sabotage. You know, and it's very easy for us to wear masks and to pretend or, you know, pretend that we had it this way, pretend that we had it that way. But when we work on ourselves, the, the vessel that God's spirit is in is major for us to keep ourselves cleansed and, you know, clear, free from anger, you know, free from disappointment and confusion, you know, rest in ourselves. We ought to have self-care days, you know, self-care moments. Sometimes we have to unplug. You know, there are times I just want to be alone. Mm. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that, you know, I'm in a depressed state. It just means that I need a, I need to be alone with my thoughts and just decompress and, you know, be renewed, restored, you know, let me be, you know, back, built back up again. So if we don't learn to take time out for ourselves, then I don't believe that we can properly show up and be who we need to be for others. Because if we can't be who we need to be for us, how can we be what we need to be for other people? So we have to learn how to pour back into ourselves as well. Take a class, you know, go to a, a conference, you know, uh, read a new book. Mm. There are lots of ways that you can feed back into and build yourself back up again. Don't overextend yourself. Try not to be everything, all things to everybody. You know, serve yourself as well while you're serving others. So, yes, yeah, self-improvement is a major it is critical. It is important because you will crash and burn if you do not learn how to take time out to improve yourself along the way. Yes, I agree. One thousand percent. I agree. Now, what does a typical day look like for you? Let's see. A typical day is always not typical. <laughs> right. But, so let's talk about this season. A typical day for me is honestly, you know, I get up. I'll either, most days I try to pray first or do some sort of devotion, even if it's like, okay, thank you, God, for giving me this day. Thank you, God, for waking me up. You know, God, you know, even if it's just something like that, I can wake up at three in the morning and do that, or I wake up at seven. Then I get up, I take my dogs out, and I'm in my garden. I feel like that's a time of, of self-care for me. It's a time for me to decompress before I start my day. You know, I, I walk, I, I talk to the Lord, I sing, you know, I just look at what I planted. I love to see anything that I planted grow. It gives it gives me hope mm. and it encourages me. And then after that, um, in front of this computer, doing what I have to do for my clients, for my students, um, feeding into them, uh, working to build up the business that God has given me. So majority of my day is working. Uh, on building up my business, uh, working on that. And then the next part of my day is going back into being who I am, making dinner, going shopping, taking care of the things, trying not to become so focused and full on work because before that's one of the, that was one of the issues that I had when I started entrepreneurship. It was like from seven to 11, like I'd just be in front of computer working all day. Mm. No, not a, not a proper balance. Because in entrepreneurship, when you start out as a solopreneur, you're doing everything by yourself and you're everybody. You're, you know, marketing department, you're the content creator, your communications, your technical support. So you are literally working all day. So I'm learning now to have a balance. So my typical day is broken up into chunks. 
you know, me do what I want to do, what I need to do to get me started, then actually work as if I was going to a regular nine to five, take a break for lunch, come back for work, leave the desk, leave the office and go home, although I am home, you know, and go home and be who I have to be as a homebody. So that's kind of a typical day for me, learning to break it up and actually be in each moment of my day and not be here from, you know, sun up to sundown, eating and working, eating and working, trying to break that, that cycle. Absolutely. And, and that's critical. That's major. You know, some people can't do that. And I know some people personally that still can't do that to this day. You know, they're so caught up in work that they miss the family component. They miss, you know, socializing with friends and those that actually love them, you know, and that's how you, uh, you know, damage and really, you know, destroy relationships, you know, that's even true. with your children, you know, so that, that right there, that's huge. Yeah. You know, a lot of people can't do that. So I commend you for that because that's yeah, important. It's hard. It's hard sometimes. You're so focused. It's like you're just trying to get to that goal. Right. Exactly. It just never seems like enough time. And it's like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Exactly. You know, before you know it, your day is gone and you start the next day the same exact way. And the life around you is like, you know, going on and you're not present in any of it. So, yeah. Exactly. And, and as an entrepreneur and a visionary, it's like we're, ne we're never satisfied. Never. never satisfied. It's like, oh, never. all right, this is this is complete. Okay, well, I have to do this now. This complete. Okay, I gotta do. I gotta do this now. I gotta do that. I gotta do that. So it's like it's never ending. But um, we gotta compartmentalize and be able to have a balance, like you mentioned, which is phenomenal. So back to a back to the a business question that's very important. Um, so we have multiple uh, uh consultant agencies out here and multiple you know Christian coaches and Christian entrepreneurs and whatnot. But what makes Karika Williams' business different from the rest of the world? What makes Karika Williams different is, like I said, it's not just my business. It is my ministry. That doesn't mean don't come to me saying you want to give me an offering, right? So you still have to pay for the services. But what makes it different for me is I want to connect with you to bring forth the vision that you have on the inside of you so that you can reach the individuals that you are called to serve. I, if it's in, if we're in agreement, I pray with my students. I pray with my clients. Uh, I check on them personally throughout, you know, our time together. So it's that personal touch that makes a difference. So before I was in doing Christian entrepreneurship, I was, you know, just an entrepreneur that's not a line that I would necessarily cross with anyone. Can I pray with you? And I'm like, what? what are you talking about? I just need you to, to help me consult with my business. Mm. But now people know that if they come to me, they already know what it is. They already know I'm going to ask first. And if it's cool, then we're going to pray and we're going to believe God together and, you know, connect with you. So it's that personal connection. It's, it's not just about building up that business. It's about building up your faith to know that you have something on the inside of you that you've been desiring to do. How many more years are you going to let it go by? Mm. How many, you know, more excuses and limited beliefs are you going to allow to hold you back from growing? Because lots of times there are, I work with people that already are in business and they're doing well, but God is calling them higher and there's a fear. There's a fear to charge more or there's a fear to come from behind the scenes and be forward and do what God is, is calling you to do. So it's not just for 
I don't just work with individuals that are just starting in business. I work with entrepreneurs that are held back from going to that next level. And that's what I'm there for, to pray you through, to work, to walk you through, not with any fluff. You know, I don't do fluff. I don't do trends. I give you real business education, you know, and real business mentorship in the Christian um, atmosphere. I love it. I love it. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, So now what advice would you give <laughs> the 21-year-old Karika? Oh Lord! <laughs> she probably was like, "What are you talking about?" Oh Lord! <laughs> she probably was negative. She, she probably wouldn't have. But um, I think for the twenty-one-year-old Karika, I would say just start. Mm. Just do it. Don't wait for validation. Don't wait for somebody to give you the okay. You know, don't be afraid. You know, don't listen, don't look at their faces. Just do it. Just do what it is you want to do. And if it doesn't work out, it's okay. Do it, do something else, do it again. Just do it. I think that's really what I would tell. Now, I'd have to probably break that down and explain it differently to my 21 year old self Mm. because I would have probably, I would have probably been like, okay, I'm going to do it. You know, Uh. not really understand it. So I'd probably have to break it down to make it understandable. But that's what helped me back a lot at, um, in my younger, my younger years, <laughs> that's what um, helped me back was worrying about, well, if I do this, what will people say? What people think, mm. you know, oh, I'm, a, I'm a single mom. Like nobody's going to take me seriously. Oh, I can't do this in church or I can't do this in ministry. Like, you know, lots of things helped me back then, although I was confident individual still inside of me there were things I did not want to do or start because I was waiting for somebody to uh validate me to do it I was waiting for someone to say oh I want you to do that or you should do this or I'm gonna call Creek and get Creek to do it I waited for people to open doors for me when God had already given me what I needed to open the door and walk through it I didn't need to wait for anybody Mm. I would uh that's what I would tell my 21 year old self but with with the detailed instructions so that she would understand exactly right. what that meant right. and not to run out and do idiot everything wow phenomenal absolutely phenomenal now who are some mentors that you glean towards for wisdom and impartation i would say uh, my mother you know i look at her for what she did and who she is uh my uncle for sure um, we grew up together close in age, so we were like a brother, but he's someone that I can call and pray with, ask for prayer and be myself, which I would really encourage everyone to have that it person for them, not the person that's going, that will, you'll call and say, Hey, I'm going through this. That's going to tell you, no, you don't not, don't feel like that. No, the person that's going to listen. And after you finish, say, okay, let's pray. Mm. You know, we all need somebody in our life that will hold your arms up when you're feeling weak and not try to preach to you or try to make you feel bad, but just let you know I'm here to, you know, breathe life back into you any way I can. That would definitely be my uncle um, for that. And my church family, you know, my church, my sisters, 
they're, they're my friends, but at the same time, I look to them. They have a lot of wisdom. We range in age and life experiences. So that's great to have that. So those would be um, where I look for mentorship from because they're each group or each person is different in some sort of way. And they are able to feed into me and give me what I need when I need it. And even when I don't know that I need it, you know, sometimes it's just one word that someone can say that can literally change your whole perspective on something. So I, I definitely encourage everyone to have someone. And if you don't to pray, God, like, bring people into my life, bring someone into my life that I can have that type of relationship, that confidant, that prayer partner, that, you know, person I can be my complete self with, with no judgment. Wow, I love it. Now, in this day and age, especially in my generation, you know, Christianity or, you know, the word Christian is not necessarily popular. You know, back when you were 21, how were you able to, or even now, how were you able to embrace your, you know, journey as a Christian? And the fact that you are a Christian and that you're not afraid to not only spread the gospel, but to represent Jesus Christ. Because in this world... It's it's not popular. People don't no. they are they are embarrassed. They don't want to you know represent Christ. They don't even want to get the the chance to learn about Christ to understand who Jesus Christ is. So how are you able to embrace it? It's it's in me. Um, you know I had a my former pastor who has now gone on to glory. He would always say you know whatever is in you is going to come out of you. Mm what you don't know is in you. If, if it's there, it's going to come out of you. Oh, yes. And it's in me. And the only way that I could embrace it was once I accepted it. It is hard for me to have a conversation with someone without saying, you know, but you not getting Christian and churchy, but my faith will come out mm. in it. You know, and I couldn't help that. So it's like, okay, either you're going to run from who you are or you're going to accept it and embrace it mm. and the only way to do that was to make myself i mean i got on instagram and prayed one day and i'm like okay i don't know why i'm about to do this but i'm just gonna do it like the only way to do it is to just do it and i did it and it, it, it like took everything in me to do it because i was like oh my gosh it was nervous and like you said it's not popular mm -hmm. and you don't know i mean i lost I lost followers behind certain things that I said based upon mm. the Lord. And that's okay. Like, I'm, you know what? I wasn't called to serve them. And that's all right. So what's in you is going to come out of you, whether it's popular or unpopular. Whomever it's unpopular with, you're not for them. And that's just fine. And whoever is jumping on it and finds the popularity in it, that's who you are for. That's your people. That's your tribe. So wherever you are in your Christian walk, or either if it's in your business or it's not in your business, you have to embrace who you are. If you are God's child, that is just who you are. And you can't hide from it because if it's in you, it's going to come out of you. If you're a singer, it's going to come out of you. Mm. You know, if you want a platform like this, you could have chosen a zillion platforms to speak on, to talk about, but it's in you. So it comes out of you. So you embrace it. And then I believe when we do that, God begins to open doors. You know, he will, he will bring us before 
great men and great women to connect with. So that's, you know, at 21 or when I was younger, it was still in me, but the confidence wasn't there as much because I was still growing and I was still maturing into it, you know, but now through the years, it's like, look, this is just who I am. I can't, I can't shake this. This is who I am. No matter what, no matter what I want to do or don't want to do, the Lord is in me. My faith is in me. It guides me and you either love me or leave me alone. Come on. But either way, either way, I was so praying for you, baby. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but either way, um, you know, it's all good. Wow. Love it. Love the perspective and I love the approach on that. And and that that takes a lot of uh, you know, courage. It takes a lot of courage. Yeah. You know, um, but you did it and you you're doing great at it. So awesome, awesome, phenomenal. Now, hmm. Where does Karika see her life in five years? And where do you also see your business slash ministry in five years from now? So five years, which will go by really fast, right? So in five years, personally, you know, I want to travel more. Uh, so a lot of things I want to have accomplished in the next five years. A lot of things personally I want to do, a lot of things in ministry. I want to have my ministry a little bit more established. This year has really been building business. Um, I want to end this quarter with really going hard into ministry mm-hmm. and learning how to separate the two, but yet still, you know, have them married together. Well, you know what? You can't be separated and married. So I'm going to say have them separate, but yet, you know, parallel mm-hmm. uh, with each other. For the next five years, I really would love to see my ministry flourishing. However, God, you know, I want, I want clear direction from God and what he wants me to do in actual ministry, uh, whether that is through, you know, delivering his word. I'm also a minister of dance. If he wants me to do something different in that direction, I just need clarity from God. I need direction from God. Um, does he want me to have a platform where I'm, you know, more speaking or traveling in ministry? What is it, Lord? You know, guide me. Show me what it is you exactly you want me to do. So in the next five years, I want to have that established. Uh, I, I want to travel a whole lot. And so that means, Lord, I need you to make uh, financial ways for that. So therefore, I need my business to be flourishing. And I have, you know, other areas in business that will be expanding uh, outside of that. Uh, so in five years, I, I just see myself in a totally different place, but yet in the same place. I still see myself encouraging. I still see myself um, helping building businesses, um, entrepreneurs. I still see myself feeding into others. I still see myself with a servant's heart, but I also see myself in a different place, you know, naturally as well. Um, it may be a different home, maybe a, a house on a lake. I don't know, maybe a house on the area. <laughs> I don't know. But I see God, you know, just doing, doing great things in the next five years and you know that's what I'm really believing him for for clarity and confidence and you know direction where he wants to where he will have me to be indeed and it is so we decree and declare it we decree and declare it now what is your favorite scripture that you read and glean towards especially when you're in your darkest moments that will pick you up and give you strength I have two my okay. Scripture, yes, my favorite scripture has always been, "I can do all things through Christ mm. 
gives me strength. That has always, that was, that's because that was the first scripture in Philippians that I've ever, no, my first scripture period that wow. I ever learned wow. and memorized um, when I was a little girl. And that always stuck with me. Because whenever I was in a challenging moment, it's like Philippians 4.13, I could do all things through Christ. I could do all things through Christ. Okay, that means I can't do it through myself. Uh, I need God with me to do it. Oh, so yes. when I feel myself failing at something or things or I'm in a bunch of confusion, it's not working right, I look back and I say, am I doing this through myself or am I doing this through Christ? Like, what is going on here? Because I know that with Christ, I can do it. Oh, yes. So that scripture has been my foundational scripture. I can do all things through Christ. I can purchase my first home if I put God in it. You know, I can have my business if I put God in it. I can have my, you know, finances. My daughter can, you know, graduate college with no loans. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So God, give me the strength to be able to do this. So that has always been my foundational scripture. That's my favorite scripture. And then my other scripture is God did not give us a spirit of fear. You know, God gave us a spirit of power. He gave us love. He gave us a sound mind even when i'm challenged i'm like i don't know if i'm in my right mind or not right now i'm like no wait hold up no god gave me a sound mind and it just reminds me that the word doesn't say that we won't have the spirit of fear it says that it didn't come from god so it's okay you are going to be fearful you will be afraid. You will go through these things, but just know that it did not come from God, and therefore God does not want you to have it, even though it's operating in your life. He gave you power to overcome. You know, He gave you the spirit of love to condemn whatever hatred and whatever bad things are trying to make you feel bad. And God gave you a sound mind. So get out of that confusion. Let go of that, you know, that spirit of disappointment and rejection. So those are my two um Go go to those are my two go to scriptures. Those are my favorite scriptures. I love it. I love it. I have I have a plethora of different scriptures. I can I don't even know where to start, but I would say yeah, I, I love somebody for one. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I should have known, right? <laughs> right, that's not easy. It's definitely not. Oh, indeed, indeed. But I like I like Romans. I like Romans eight and eighteen. The sufferings of our present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory that God yes. shall reveal. That right there, that picks me up in my darkest moments. Because that's, that's letting me know that even though I'm going through a time of trouble, a time of suffering, it's nothing yes. compared to what God's about to do. Nothing compared. Yes. In, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just yes. like, yes. Like, I love that scripture. I love Romans 8 and 28. All things work together for the all good. Things. Yes. All things. All things. And I, of course, yes, I love okay, Psalms 23. That's one of my favorite ones, too. Yes, yes. Yes. See, we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So it's, I, I love it all. And I like Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. You know, that keeps me strong. You know, so it's, it's a lot of them. It's a lot, you know, but um, absolutely. Uh, what, how can the people get in touch with you? You know, how can the people contact you if they want to become a client? If they want to just connect with you? Maybe if they need prayer, how can they connect? Y'all, you can find me on Instagram at Karika E. Williams. I'm on all social media outlets as Karika E. Williams. Uh, you can email me, Karika E. Williams. Well, what's not my email? Karika at KarikaEWilliams.com. I'm also online, the Christian Entrepreneur Coach.com. You can find me there. Um, you know, connect with me for sure. Whether you need guidance in your business or like you said, just for prayer, I will pray with you. Like I'm mm -hmm. not so businessy, not, you know, that I can't stop. And even if I just send it through a text, 
you know, we will say they want prayer, and I'll be texting that prayer, like, God, you know, know, prayer is prayer. When you read it, I pray that you read it with, you know, you feel the power through it. So if you are in the stages of building your business, knowing that it's time for you to go to the next level, you feel like you're stuck or your business is underperforming and not where you would have envisioned yourself being right now, connect with me because we're going to pray. Yeah, we're going to pray, but we're going to really do some business. We're going to get down and we're going to help you reach the level of success and financial freedom that you desire. Love it. I love it. Now, um, we we wrapping up, sis, but um, this is a phenomenal dialogue, by the way. I definitely enjoyed you, enjoyed your company, enjoyed, you know, the dialogue. Absolutely. Um, what what some some closing and final remarks you can give to you know the young men and women that's watching, and even those that you know um are are just just listening that 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 need wisdom, that need impartation, you know, that's going through a down season, a down moment. You know, what advice or what uh uh final remarks can you give to the people? I would say for any of the, anyone that's watching, young people, millennials, whatever age group you um, fall into, definitely connect with individuals that you see that are going in the direction that you need to be going in. Um, connect with Joanne. You know, stay a part of a platform like this. This is this is major. This is important. And like you said earlier, Christianity is not popular, and seeing our men doing something like this is not always popular and embraced, but you can love God and you don't have to be ashamed and you don't have to lose who you are. You understand? You can still be who you are. You can still be fly like Joanne is over there. You know what I'm saying? And you can still love God. So I, I definitely say don't get caught up in what, you see going on in the world because we are in the world we don't have to be of the world we can still enjoy things in the world we can still have fun and laugh but know that you are a peculiar person and you are of a royal priesthood so connect with individuals like joanna follow him especially my young brothers and young sisters is so important uh, i, I want to give that advice all things aside from entrepreneurship as we talked about earlier about self-improvement, if you don't work on yourself, if you don't build yourself up, you will be no good anywhere. You will not be good in entrepreneurship. You will not be good in business. You will be a mess in your home. You will be a mess in school, at work. Like, work on you and connect. And then everything else will begin to fall into place. And I just want to say it again. I truly believe that God has deposited something unique on the inside of all of us. And whether that's writing your book, whether that's rapping your rap songs, whether that is, you know, building your clothing line, you know, whatever it is. Like, God put something on the inside of you. If it's coaching, don't sit on it because you don't know who you are called to and you have no idea the person that might be connected to your destiny that can open up the door that you need to take you to where you desire to go. Phenomenal. Wow. Wow. Awesome. And on that note, y'all, we wrapping up. Again, sis, I want to thank you for joining. Um, I know the people are going to love you. I know I did, you know, definitely, you know, looked forward to this interview. So I was excited. That's why I had to hit you up last night. You know, we still on for the day. We still on, you know, because I'm definitely excited. You know, I, I knew that you, you know, God was going to use you, you know, in this capacity to really, you know, just impart a word of wisdom into the people 
And um, my God, you know, you you were phenomenal. So, you know, I thank God for using you and I thank God for, you know, allowing you to be on this platform. You know, you could have easily declined, you know, due to unforeseen circumstances or anything else you have going on. But, you know, thank you again for taking the time out to be on my show and to really, you know, um, spread, you know, a word of knowledge and wisdom to our people. Um, All right, y'all. So thank y'all for joining me. Listen, you know, stay prayed up, stay focused. Keep doing what y'all doing and make sure y'all go tap into everything my sister's doing. You know, she gave you her Instagram, you know, uh, name. She gave you her website, you know, tap in with her, you know, contact her, hit her up. She will pray with you. She will intercede for you no matter what it is. A word of wisdom and partition like she did today. Listen, tap in and just, you know, connect with her, you know, offline. So with that being said, I appreciate y'all. I'll see y'all next week. Listen, y'all share this episode as well, you know, uh, and allow this episode to be a blessing to someone else's life as well. On that note, you know this is Jawan Sween of Wealthy Wisdom 316, and I'll see y'all next week. Sis, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Of course. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray, Lord, that you will cover the church. I pray, Father, that you will grant us the favor and the grace, Lord God, um, over the church, Lord God. And I pray, oh God, that you will just, Father God, just be with us, Lord.